What's going on, everybody? This is This Week in Geek. I almost said this is uh, the, the Geeks <laughs> of the Roundtable because that's yep, the shirt I happens to me. wear. But, uh, but uh, we're back uh, from a week hiatus and also back from, uh, I don't know, us actually meeting. seeing each meeting other. Meeting each other. Yeah, meeting, yeah. hanging out. Your first show finally. as a married man. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. So it, it's going to be fun. We have a big one today because we didn't, I, I mean, we really didn't have a topic heading into no. this uh this week and we we're just going to do something fun and then yesterday something drops where uh a huge director that we're both big mm -hmm. fans of that i think loki probably wanted to do dragon ball instead uh yes but he's doing <laughs> 100 and uh we're yep. definitely going to get into that and talk about it but um uh ren how are you you're back in the uk Yes, I am back. I am very good. Um, back from my first red carpet, back from my first time in America, back from, from your wedding and meeting everyone. So I'm excited to get back into the show once again. And I've adjusted back to my regular time zone too, which is good. Oh, perfect. It, it, it's funny because when you're out here, you know, I, I like look back at like photos <laughs> and stuff of, at the wedding. And I'm like, you know, if you ask myself seven years ago, would, <laughs> exactly. I, have ever, like, would I have ever met Ren? But also, would he have ever met all my friends? You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and I was even thinking I mean, the same thing with Cody. I'm like, <clears throat> would any, like, would they have ever met my friends? Like, and like, yeah, you, you guys, got, you got to, you got, they're, they're wild, man. It down, they are, <laughs> but you got to break it down to the point of you and I only ever connected because we were so apart from everyone else on Thor Ragnarok. If mm -hmm. I had loved it or if you had loved it, like, who knows? If exactly if everything, like, thank, you, Taika. thank you, Taika. Thank you, Taika. Thank you, thank you, Taika Waititi, for making a, a better Thor movie the second time around. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, I, so, yeah, for, for those who don't know, the, the show has three basic segments. The first segment is when we look back on everything we watched this past week and record from the worst to the best. I will include stuff I watched. Over the last, the previous week, because I didn't watch that much in terms of movies. Then we go into our main topic, which Zach has already introduced. We're going to be talking about Destin Daniel Cretton taking on Masashi Kishimoto's live action Naruto. And after that is our personal favorite segment of the show, which is your questions. The best way to get questions, obviously, it's to actively support the channel through our super chat or tip link in the description. That's the guaranteed way to have your question answered. But if not, you can go up to the community tab where you see a post with a thumbnail for this video, the title for this video. That's where you leave your questions. That's we'll do our best to get to as much as many questions on there as we can. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, and lastly but not least, thank you for watching us live. If you're watching us live, the replay, or if you're catching us on any of your favorite podcast platforms. All right, Zach, why don't you get us started with your weekly ranking? Cool. So surprisingly, I actually watched a lot. Um, just because surprisingly like, is the right word. Well, it's mostly because like when you when you're in the hotel, there's always random movies playing. Oh, uh, that's true. And so I you know, I'd always sit down and watch a majority of it or all of it. So uh, coming in last is is uh, I don't even know. I watched a lot of shitty movies. There's a lot of shitty movies that play on TV. You, you but, have uh, not seen my 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 bottom one. I know that. Um, but uh, I guess I'm going to I don't know. These are both tied, but I'll go Pacific Rim Uprising on last Ooh. place. Uh, a very big disappointment. Decent action awful everything else 
Uh, everything with Charlie yeah. Day is awful in that film. A then up next, sequel. which these are basically just tied as Men in Black International. And so Ooh, Cynthia had never yeah. seen this, so I'm watching it. Because uh, I'm like, it can't be that bad. Like, remember, because I'm one of the weirdos that do like Men in Black 2. I don't think Men in Black 2 is I like I like Men in Black 2. Oh, you do too. Well. Okay, cool. my, my favorite Men in Black is number three. Oh, so okay, I, well, there you I'm, go. I'm the weirder guy. Yeah. So I, and I, I like didn't three, and I didn't hate I didn't hate international as much as everyone else. I don't think it's good. I didn't give Fun it a fact, positive review. You know the cycles they made that they write mm -hmm. in the third movie? Yeah. My dad helped make those at his old no job. Way! Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So they had no idea what that. they were building. Yeah, they had no Having idea. Having met your dad, I can see that. Yeah. He's like, I have no idea what we're building, but we're building something where this thing like goes in a... and then when he saw the movie, he's like, Oh, that's it. And did he did he know for what he was building though? He knew what movie it was for. Yeah. Okay, he just okay. had no idea what it was like used for. Okay. He just thought it looked like That's a giant cool. gear, and that it was just gonna go like <laughs> on a wall. So, okay. Um, but yeah, Men in Black International. Fun fact: My wife thought uh, Kumal Nanjiani's alien was cute. Like she walks in, she goes, "Oh, he's so cute." I'm like, "He oh, is." Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, up next is Shallow Hal. Uh, mm -hmm. the, another movie that played on TV. Uh, definitely um, not a movie that is uh would, would not get allowed. made today. No, not a, not even close. Uh, <laughs> it's very weird watching it. Like, definitely, like if you asked me today, like would Jack Black take that role? I'd probably say no. Not not for like what it is, but like also like mm -hmm. it just doesn't seem like a role that he would want to yeah. take nowadays. Same so. with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't think she would take that. Yeah. Role. Yeah. Uh, and then up next, everything after this, I've I've basically liked. So up next, we have Bridesmaids, or sorry, uh, yeah, Bridesmaids. I think this movie is hilarious. Nice. Um, the whole wedding dress trying on scene is like the funniest thing I've like ever watched. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, then after that, it is Freaky. I love this. Oh, nice. Uh, this movie is so much fun. It gets better on every rewatch. And uh, <laughs> it was a blast. Then up that, we have Avatar The Last Airbender, the show. Binged the whole thing this week. I I loved it. I loved it. It has some of its issues, but I think once you get through episodes one through four, it really finds its own footing, it finds its pacing, and it really takes off into the end. A um, couple things that I'm like, huh, that's a little weird. You, you didn't have mm -hmm. that. You didn't do that. And so I'm curious to see the long-term effects of that. Seasons two, three, what is their grander scheme idea? Was this something that they just didn't do? Is it something that they have planned for the future? We'll see. Uh, after that, I have Spider-Man No Way Home. I fucking love this movie. Uh, I watched nice. it twice while we were in the hotel because it, it played twice, like, <laughs> throughout oh, okay. the whole thing. So um, this movie is so awesome. Like, the second the, yeah. the other two come into the picture, it is just... It's everything you want. Uh, mm -hmm. Then up next, I have Dune Part 1. Had to rewatch it before Dune Part 2. And watching it, I'm like, you know, the second it starts and it does like the... the and then it jumps into the Warner Brothers studio. And then you have Chani kind of giving the yeah. the talk over the narration. I'm just like... Which this also is happens like, in the second one. Yes. I'm just like, this. this is so special. And then that night, I went and saw Dune Part 2, <laughs> which is my number one for the week. Uh, I have a full review of this. I know you're probably going to talk about it, too. Uh, this, 
this is like one of those movies that it's like a once in a a lifetime type of thing that you could see in theaters truly or at least once in a decade like we get big budget movies but like to watch a movie on this scale i know a lot of people want to compare it to like empire strikes back but like i literally compare it to it's the two towers of this decade because of the way that it it plays out but as well as just when you look at lord of the rings I never saw those in theaters. I don't know. Did you? Did you ever see Lord of the Rings in theaters? I didn't get to see that. I saw. I, I saw. Okay. I don't know if I saw the Fellowship in theaters, but, but I you know definitely I saw the, the last two. two. So mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. and that and that's my thing is that when you watch those at home, in terms mm -hmm. of visual effects, in terms of production design, in terms of practical effects, it's so big, and feels realized. And nowadays, when you get films like that, it's usually all CGI. That's just the truth. Star Wars, um, what what the hell is it called? Marvel uh, movies, Avengers, Marvel, DC, yeah. like, and it's awesome, yeah. but it always feels fake. If you told me mm -hmm. Dune Part Two, like even Avatar Two, uh, which I love, Way yeah. of the Water, like it's huge, but at the same time, it, it you know it's fake. Dune Part Two, I look at it and I'm like, if you told me that none of this was fake, I would believe. Yeah. There's just the CG is invisible. The yeah, CG is it, it very, in that film. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And I know a lot of it is practical too, to a certain extent. Yeah. So yeah. and it, I, it, I guess that's the big difference with Avatar, because in Dune you have real humans in real sets. Yeah. In Avatar, they shot they it, immediately like even the characters in that film are not real. So you can buy the technical artistry of how real the CGI is, but those creatures don't exist. Yeah. So there's another level that Dune has over it to, to me, the way I yeah. see it. Which, I mean, that's no slight against Avatar. Avatar has no, not at all. Also invisible. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah. when I watch those movies, I'm like, he went to another planet for this. Like, yeah, hundred so, percent. But yeah, that's my weekly ranking, man. Dune Part Two takes the cake. All right, I will not uh, have as much stuff as you will. Uh, my number, number four. Uh, or number five, because I guess we're doing shows as well, is Madam Web. This film was as... It is as bad as everyone says, but it's not a worst movie of all time situation or anything like that for me. It's just so much talent gathered in front and behind a camera, and they managed to do the worst possible version of every single decision they made along the way. Uh, I, I, I'm certain at this point we don't know really half of what happened behind the scenes, how much the script changes, changed, what were the contracts all about, because not everyone can go out there and, and do the press tour for your film while shitting on it, and Dakota Johnson yeah. did. <laughs> so I, I'm very curious, like, over Dude, the next few years, you, maybe perhaps... Well, have, have you seen Sharonda's <laughs> interview? With I her? have not seen Sharonda's Dude. interview. Dude. There's a part she goes, how, you know, Cassie got, Cassie's like all uh, stressed out in this movie. So how's the way that you help yourself without getting stressed? And she's like, tequila, which I'll probably be doing in two hours from now. A shot of tequila. Fair enough. And I'm Fair like, enough. Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. Should I still go see this or should I just wait for it for streaming? Honestly, wait for streaming. Just don't pay. Just wait. That's how that's how this started. It, it wasn't even one of those like I, I've been to I've been saying this for like two months now, but I was like, this is a car crash and I need to be front row to see it. 
it's not even that entertaining a car crash. Like, it's just dull. It's dispassionate. Like, a lot of times, like, you see terrible movies and you're like, but clearly effort was put into it. I, I hate to say that I didn't see that in Madam Web. At least, and, yeah. and in my the way I see it, it's because the executives kept meddling and just dried out, killed off the passion, the investments of every artist involved, from the director to the writers to the cast. Just it, it, it's you're not gonna be entertained by how bad it is. You're just going to be disheartened by how bad it is. So I would, would say, would you rather watch Morbius again or this? Yes, Morbius. That's saying a lot. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Morbius. All right. On top of that, I watched this on the plane. I watched this new western called Calamity Jane. Uh, not the classic uh, that I saw mentioned actually on a, on a TV show I was watching on a movie I was watching yesterday, um, but the new one. And I only saw it because it stars Stephen Amell from Arrow and Emily Beth Rickards also from Arrow. And I'm a fan of Arrow, so I wanted to watch it, and it's fine. It's a very clearly low-budget film, almost has this indie sort of vibe to it, but it's not quite an indie film. It's fine. I'll, I'll tell you what I what I said in my letterbox review. If you were ever a fan of Arrow and are a fan of these actors, watch it out of curiosity. But if the actors themselves don't really appeal to you, you don't have that emotional connection, don't bother with this film. It's just absolutely fine. It's more of a background noise kind of movie. On top of that, I watched this film yesterday because I was thinking about it. It's called Welcome to the Punch. Do you know this movie? Have you ever seen this film? It sounds familiar. So it stars James McAvoy and Mark Strong uh, and Andrea Riseborough, surprisingly, and also the guy who played the governor in The Walking Dead. He's in it, too, because uh, he's British. Um, and it, it's very fine. This is very nice little thriller. And But one thing that I noticed yesterday, and I watched it because I remember, oh, I, I really like this film. So I was interested to see how it held up. The thing with this film is it is so quintessentially British in the way it presents itself, uh, in the direction, in the way it captures the city and, and the police work and all that. Because your procedural shows, your cop movies and all that, they're very different from the British style of making those kinds of stories. But then when it comes to the script, to the plotting, to the names of characters, it feels like it was a film that was presented or uh, auctioned by a studio to be made, presented to a studio, and then none of the big studios said, we want to do it. So the script just somehow made its way to the UK and became this very quintessentially British production. So it's weird in that sense, but it's a nice, tight little thriller that I enjoy. I hate the ending. This Clearly, this movie did not know how to end. So they just went a, cer a certain end. way with the end that I'm like, yeah, uh, it doesn't resolve anything. So it's a shame. On top of that, I'm going to have live action Avatar The Last Airbender. Um I don't think I like the show quite as much as you, but we do have a few questions about it, so I'm sure we'll talk about it uh, later on the show. Really like it. has some really strong elements. When the show is at its best, it's what I said in my review. I also have a full review for it. It works best when it tries to do its own thing, when it tries to adapt to this new medium, to an eight-episode structure, and all that. It struggles in the beginning because of some 
integral changes and it doesn't properly adapt to those changes. And that's a big shame. It doesn't completely destroy the show. Far from it. I really like it. I think it's very strong. And it shows that they can only go up from here. And the number one, Dune Part 2. Like you said, it's the kind of once in a lifetime, once in a decade. And we've got it twice in a decade at this point because it's Part 2. And it's the kind of film that I'm so happy I could be able to watch on IMAX my first time. The sound, the visuals, the story, the characters, the themes. There's so much more richness. But also what I said in my review, what I said in my out of the theater reaction, I hope you guys are enjoying those because I'm going to start being more regular with them. This is very much more Dune. If you didn't care for the first one, which I disagree with, but if you didn't care for the first one, I don't know that this is the one that like turns you around and you go, oh, now I get it. Now I love mm -hmm. it. At the same time, though, if you were one of the people coming out of Dune part one saying that was all set up, this couldn't be any more of a payoff in any regard. Like it resolves every it resolves every single plot thread from the previous one while introducing new plot threads and resolving those ones as well. So in every way, it's fantastic. I've already booked my tickets to go see it opening day. I cannot wait to see this again. Uh, go book your tickets for Dune if you haven't yet. And even if you didn't like the first one, give it a shot. What do I know? I'm the crazy guy who likes Thor: Love and Thunder a lot. I just so. I see it again tomorrow. So I see Tenet seeing today, it again tomorrow. The re-release, and then they're doing a fan <sighs> screening, like a fan page uh. screening on tomorrow. So I'm gonna go to that too. We don't get those. We don't get those. That's why America's better. Uh, in certain ways. All right, everyone. From then, let's go into your weekly rankings in the live chat. And we're going to start with Demonis and Scott. Uh, Supergirl Season 1, Justice League War, War World. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that one. Uh, number three, The Marvels. Number two, Chicago Mad, Fire and PD. And number one, Madam Web. There's a first time for everything. I think this is the first and last time we see Madam Web at someone's number one. But I'm glad you enjoyed it. The mini scene's got GOP, number five, Madam Web. <laughs> number four, anyone but you. Uh, number three, Mean Girls. And someone else is also in love with Rene Rap, which I get. Number two, Avatar The Last Airbender 2024. Mixed bag, he says. But number one, Avatar The Last Airbender books two and three, Earth and Fire. I definitely agree with that. That should be number one. And I need to start my rewatch of that series before I, season I just finished two comes book out. one a couple days oh, nice. before I started the screener. Mm -hmm. So, all right. How does it hold up? Oh, it's great. But yeah. I mean, book one compared to the last two, it's like it, it's I much mean, more kitty. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. But book two yeah. and three are like, holy shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, monthly ranking by Eric Thorpe. Uh, 15, Echo. Uh, number 14, Matt, above Echo, I don't agree. <laughs> I think there's much more competence. Especially episode five. Episode yeah. five is like the best one. Actual actual good writing in Echo. Echo, Echo has its plenty share of bad writing, but not as bad. Oh, wait, no. Episode five is the finale. No, it's... Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Four five. But episode four and five are the strongest. Four. Four. Is the four is the strongest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14, Madam Web. Number 13, Asteroid City. I, 
I definitely would put Madam Web below Asteroid City, but not Echo. Uh, number 12, Griselda, which I'm curious about watching myself. Number 11, Archangel. I don't know what that is. Uh, number 10, Past Lives. Number 9, Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Number 8, Argyle. And where's the rest? Uh, here we are. Uh, number seven, Justice League Unlimited. Number six, Shutter Island. Number five, Peacemaker. Ahead of Shutter Island. That is bold, my friend. Uh, number four, True Detective, which I still need to watch the new season. Number three, The Sopranos. Number two, The Wolf of Wall Street. And number one, Oppenheimer. At least with that top two, I, I don't, I don't have any qualms with. I don't, I don't know if you do, Zach. Because uh, yeah, why the fuck is past life so low? <laughs> oh, fair enough. I thought you were going after The Wolf of Wall Street. No, I mean I would have put that at number one, but it's still in the top. But you, so. but you get why Oppenheimer is number one too. Yeah, yeah. I get it. All right, do we have? And that's it. And that's it. All right, fair enough. All right, everyone. From then, let's go on to our main topic. Like Zach said yesterday, we didn't have properly have a topic, so we're keeping what we're going, what we were going to discuss today for next week, unless something major breaks. But today, Destin Daniel Cretton has been officially tapped to direct a live-action Naruto movie. Now, you and I, Zach, we have had many conversations about Naruto, how much we love the show. Uh, it's one of our favorite animes of all time. There he is. There, there they are. I picked one of those up. I don't remember which one, but I, I picked one of the, them up. And I want to get your thoughts on just, even before you get to Destin Daniel Cretton, the idea of a live action naruto movie does that excite you does that worry you a little bit of column a a little bit of column b how are you feeling on principle about this so naruto is my favorite anime of all time which is funny because number one one piece i'm wearing yeah it's my favorite of all time which okay. is funny because i'm wearing a fucking one piece shirt i so my mind this morning when i was grabbing my shirt was oh we're doing the other topic and yeah <laughs> and then as i sat down i'm like oh i forgot i meant to grab my naruto hoodie instead but uh so naruto, you were wearing a naruto hoodie when we went to the week, mall yeah, when yeah. i was there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. two weeks so, ago uh, at this point <laughs> yeah naruto and naruto shippuden are my favorite anime i fucking love them i love the characters um even though dragon ball is the thing that got me into anime like when it comes down to the shows and things uh it's just naruto is like the one that i i'll watch whenever I love watching and I, I remember the first vivid memory of watching it was Gara versus uh Lee. And yeah, that, that me too. whole thing first off, Gara became like instantly one of my favorite characters ever. Yeah. Uh, and then they just fucking did nothing with him after that. But um Rock Lee was awesome too. And I'm like, this is great. And you tell me, first off, they've been trying to make this live action movie forever. The original director yeah. for this guy who's making who made um 50 50 the showman. long shot no well that oh, oh. So i guess there's one more in between the original one was jonathan yeah. levine he was writing oh, and directing. Okay. then i he think dropped i knew off. that and greatest showman came in didn't really like that but he was going to be using jonathan levine's script which i thought you okay. know what jonathan levine as a script writer that actually might not be too bad but now you seem like destin's taking part of this so a couple thoughts one, where's Shang Chi two? That that that's my number one thought. Um, but yeah, two. A movie can work. It just depends on how you adapt it. 
Um, I was talking to a couple friends who are huge Naruto fans, and the way that they were kind of summing up to me was like, they think it could be a trilogy of movies. You obviously have to change a lot. You got to probably change the age of the structure. And basically what you do is you take the concept of Naruto, you take the concept of the characters and the world they live in, but you're not going to flesh it all out. You have to make your own story within there as well with those characters, but you adapt certain things. So he's like, if I were doing the first movie, Orochimaru would be the main villain of that first film. I was like, oh, that's okay. Then the second, and then at the very end, bringing the Akatsuki and introduce um, uh, Itachi, all that stuff, like right at the end, tease that second movie go in Itachi's like basically the main villain of it all. Uh, you have the Akatsuki. Um, it's basically about defeating them. You get it. You introduce Itachi and then you can probably make uh, pain the main villain of that one uh, after Itachi does his fucking thing then right at the end toby is basically introduced with hints of madara and then do the third film as madara and toby and i'm like okay that's not that bad because he because basically like in kind of what you've said once mm-hmm. you get to the end of shippuden like it just kind of gets weird and they probably should have ended it around madara um yeah i mean you can go all the way to you can go for as long as Shippuden goes just on introduce Kaguya is my thing. Like they should have just kept Madara as the final villain before, you know, yeah. Naruto and Sasuke. And I would say you can maybe start the great ninja war with the, like right after Orochimaru, like Orochimaru is kind mm-hmm. of like change up certain things and say, he's the start of it. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things. And I think you could make that work. I think what, I wouldn't mind if it was completely changed like that, even being a fan, as long as the characters are done right. Um, and characters are given the time of day. Because also you need that whole thing between Naruto and Sasuke, that whole that fight. You need so it is gonna be very interesting. I would prefer a show. I prefer it going on a a Max or uh I guess Netflix, but I, I'd like actually like to see like HBO touch into anime like mm. adaptations i think that would be kind of unique to see like can you imagine like if they were to do death note on hbo i think that would be like cool, in my opinion but it, um, it could work <clears throat> yeah but um that that's my opinion i love destin i think he's an incredible writer and director uh shang chi 2's finale just instantly said please do uh a live action yeah. anime because it basically was i want to ask you though is Michael B. Jordan in Naruto? Because that's his second favorite anime of all time. He's done, what, two movies with Destin, I think, at this point? That's true. Has he done two? I, I he know did, he did Just uh, Mercy. He did, did Just he Mercy. Another one? I'm trying to think. So Destin Daniel Crichton, he did Just Mercy, he did Shang-Chi. Oh, did, sorry, no. I'm. He did Just Mercy. He's only done Shang-Chi, Just Mercy, uh, and, Short-Term 12. Uh, short-term and 12. That's it. So does Brie Larson show oh, up. Right. <laughs> does Bri- as Tsunade. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the only thing I see her fitting in, but they probably want to go with a Japanese person or at yeah. least an Asian Which person. Which has been rumored for a while they want the guy who played Zuko in Avatar to be in this. So... I, I'd buy him as Sasuke. I don't know. That's what I thought. Not you Naruto start though. writing the movie, you start pre-production, you go into production. I don't know if he gets like too old, if he goes through mm-hmm. that age where was oh, it shit, Caleb? He, he, was it Caleb on Twitter that said it uh 
Kakashi is probably going to be played by the Death Dealer. The guy who played the Death Dealer. No, K- Caleb said that we're we're going to get Simulu as Kakashi. I said, eh, I hope not. Um, cause he just, he's literally the right age, but he, he looks a little bit youngish to play a Kakashi. I would go with a John show for Kakashi. Cause yeah, he's 50, but we all hope we look as good at 50 as he does. Um, so I, I would go for him. The guy who, who plays the death dealer, he's so good on camera. Like I've never seen him act to at least that that i realized but just looking at those pictures of him of his work i would buy him as itachi myself yeah what about uh you know who'd be really cool in here koji uh andrew andrew koji is that his name is that oh andrew koji yeah Yeah. he would be a good kakashi i hadn't thought of him but he he'd be a good he'd be a good obito he'd be a really good fucking obito yeah uh i'm excited to see i'm excited to see the casting because like jiraiya is an interesting character uh gara like i know a lot of these will probably be newcomers but destin can get that out of them Mm -hmm. and we know he can do action too so i'm not mad about this i wish it was a show but like i understand why you do it as a movie so Mm -hmm. let's see i I have complicated thoughts on this because on the principle of Naruto live action, I'm already uh, not really excited about that, but how are you going to do it? From there, they're going to make a movie. I don't think it works as a movie. It's one of those IPs, for lack of a better term, and I don't like calling these things Do you think that, Dragon Ball but... could work as a movie? Um, I think it can work better as a movie because... So, yeah, you got Naruto, you got Naruto Shippuden, but they're literally the same thing. Like, the show becomes bigger, obviously, the characters continue, but there's not a big difference. Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z, one is a story... Yeah, one is a story about this young boy learning the value of martial arts and being passed on certain philosophies for life, for fighting, for bettering yourself from his mentor. And Dragon Ball Z fucking becomes a space opera in the first episode where it's like oh you're not from earth you're an alien and you come from a race of conquerors who are themselves running away from an even bigger more merciless conqueror aka space hitler aka frieza who by the way should be played by austin butler uh yeah one thousand percent by the way just refresh my mind from the original dragon ball (laughs) he doesn't know anything about the tale or like understand anything of that he knows he he event like in the first arc he discovers that he's the giant ape who killed his his grandfather. Okay. Uh, because the whole thing is those first episodes. Uh, yeah, this giant monster came from that. the moon and yeah. killed my grandpa. And so from then until Dragon Ball Z, the first episode, he knows he has this thing, but nobody knows why, nobody knows how. And then the first episode of Dragon Ball Z, it's like, hey everyone, I have my son. And suddenly his brother shows up and it's like, oh yeah. We're from space. We're aliens. Suddenly, the show shifts completely from being yeah. about martial arts and ground and all that. So, I think if you if you are going to do Dragon Ball as a movie, I I think Dragon Ball works as a trilogy of movies. I think Dragon Ball Z is impossible to do as a movie. Yeah. Like it just it just doesn't work. So I feel the same way with Naruto because Naruto is in the vein of a Dragon Ball Z from the beginning. So whether you do Naruto or Shippuden, 
you can't start at Shippuden. I, I don't see how you start at Shippuden. So if you are going to do a movie, I guess I would start with the first episode of Naruto where he steals the scroll and he has this teacher who betrays him and this guy who does trust him. So that's I, I would make that essentially the first act while at the same time I show the Itachi uh, murdering uh, all the um, yeah, all the so Uchiha's traumatizing. Like so you tell those stories in parallel in the first act. Bulk of the second act, and I'm I'm not saying this makes for a great movie. This is just how I see them. If you are going to do Naruto in a movie, second act is the team getting together, Naruto being accepted in school, meeting Sasuke. Maybe you have the kiss. Maybe you don't. I wouldn't take the kiss out, you cowards. Um, and then you have the team bonding. Of course he does. Of course he does. Uh, he's a troublemaker. Uh, and then the third act, I would do Zabza. And of course, introduce Zabza in the in the second act, obviously. But that's how okay. I would do it. Um, okay. You got Zabza. And I don't remember the, the, the girl's name that's with him. I think it's Haku, the one with the yeah. mask. I think that's the, the best way, the most concise way to do something that is faithful to the world of Naruto. It's not world-ending, cosmic, and superpowers just yet. But you get enough of an introduction to the world, to the people who aren't fans, and a very streamlined story that keeps, like you said, the characters are adapted well. The story is the best adapted it can be, but you don't go like, all out to the highest level be modest in your aspirations yeah. in your in your goals don't be too ambitious did they say but, if destin pitched it to them or if they came to destin i saw the creator I, was pretty like happy with this so yes he uh, masashi kishimoto gave his blessing after watching shang chi i don't know that destin pitched anything to them because like you said it's a, it has been in the works for a while they had scripts they had several directors i didn't read anything about one way or the other though i didn't read that destin destin came to them i didn't hear them particularly saying hey we got this script so and he's gonna write it so for all you know it's gonna be something completely new so i wonder if he goes back to back i wonder if he goes and does shang chi too like because he's doing wonder I, man right now because he's directing yeah, episodes yeah. of wonder man does shang chi too later this year early next year Shang-Chi 2 is done then instantly jumps into Naruto. I, I would hope that because he dropped out of what was going to be Kang Dynasty, he now has Shang-Chi 2 there, and then he does Naruto. He doesn't do Naruto before Shang-Chi 2. I hope yeah, he doesn't. What year did Shang-Chi come out? It's feeling like it's 2021. 2021 yeah. is going to be three years this year. Three years this year. It's mad. It's madness. So, I, But even so, I still have a problem with them doing a movie. When you put a Destin Daniel Cretton, I have better hopes. I don't think the movie will come out as bad as I think it would come out without Destin Daniel Cretton in it. But still, on principle, it's it's very, very tough. Like, if you tell me Cowboy Bebop, one of the greatest animes of all time, that's going to be a movie. I can see that working as a movie. The original show has only 25 episodes. Not to say they should adapt 25 episodes into two hours, but you can cut around it enough to streamline it to make a good two, two hours and 20 minute movie, something like that. Naruto is a show with 500 episodes. Dragon Ball is a show with um, uh, 700 episodes. Well, 
probably more now with Dragon Ball Super. Um, as much as I'm not excited for it, Netflix doing My Hero Academia, they're doing it as a show. Like they Oh, they are doing it as a show. Yeah, that doesn't fill me with confidence, but if you're going to adapt something, oh, you're still doing a show, that's better on principle than doing a movie. That I gives forgot me more that was confidence. happening. Yeah, me too. I want to forget too, because again, I don't have confidence in it. I just but, think a show is a better approach. It, it is. And, you know, I got to be honest, like after One Piece and Avatar, I'm actually not like, I, I mean, I don't well, prefer. Avatar is not anime. And, but you get what I mean. It's I know. Animation. So. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop was great, though. I loved Cowboy Bebop. I loved it. I don't. Well, besides the villain, the villain was fucking awful. They fucked that villain up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They fucked. They fucked Vicious up. That's true. That's true. I. I yeah. That was my only issue with that show. I, I can't that defend was my that only one. Issue with that. I have more issues, but that's the biggest one because I was like, "Oh, Spike is great, and Jet is great, and Faye is great, and then Vicious." It's ah, uh, and they got such a great actor. The actor was so well cast for it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it, it's a shame. Yeah. But yeah. So I don't know. I like. Do this. I'm. Those are generally our thoughts on the Naruto movie, Destin Daniel Kraken. Zach is a little bit more excited than me. I am much more of a cynical man right now, but let us know what you think. If you've seen Naruto, if you plan on watching this film, if you're excited, do you do you have any other like story approaches? Zach gave his idea, I gave mine. If you have any others, let us know down in the comments. I'm gonna be honest. All right, so, I don't even think this yeah. happens. That's just me though. Oh, you don't think it goes through? No, I don't. Oh, I think it eventually just becomes a show on like like a live action show. But honestly, I, I feel I, like so I, many so. things get thrown into production. And since Naruto is such a big name and Destin such a big name, I think this is like very early attachment, like early okay. attachment. Like if, I, I would be shocked if he hasn't even started the damn script yet. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, so, I don't think I don't so know. Either. That's just my idea. I just I don't see it. We'll see. I, I would actually not mind if the movie gets. What studio is doing it? You know. Do we know what studio is doing uh, it? Lionsgate. Lionsgate. Mm. Who needs did, who needs a franchise? They did John Wick. They did John Wick. They did, John Wick. I mean, they did the Hunger Games. They did dude, uh, La La Land. They did imagine, Saw. I'd love like, to see Chad Stileski touch. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no matter what you think of uh, of the Saw franchise. And Lions, the thing is, Lionsgate is not a uh, is not the studio think of when you think big blockbuster franchises. However, every time they went on a franchise, Hunger Games, John Wick, Saw, it worked. Again, no matter what you think of the Saw movies, they're still going. They have not stopped since 2004. So that's that's the the literally the meaning of success. I, I certainly have a few a few share of some movies I hate. I know it's not everyone's favorite franchise, but it hasn't died yet. So let's see if they can if they can hit that lighting in the bottle with uh, Naruto. Um, so yeah. All right, Zach, what's first? Do you want to get us started on the on the questions? Yep. All right. So Jacob Hubbard reviews asks, hope you both are doing great. Me being me, I have to ask, what are your thoughts on Gareth Edwards directing the next Jurassic film? Hope you have a great one. Uh, it, great. Uh, I wasn't excited. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, like I rolled my eyes, like really, you're going to try and push a Jurassic Park movie into like for next year. Then you say who's oh, right. They're going to delay it. Oh, yeah, it's getting delayed. But 
you have you say okay the script okay original writer but he's he's done he's 50 50 sometimes then you say david leach was originally directing it, which i was like oh so if this movie has i think you were out here when that was announced right i think we were yeah. walking into the suit store and i said if they put guns on a dinosaur's back i'm all in but and then we did the show there and after the show it was reported that david leach bowed out left. of jurassic World. which then gareth edwards directing yeah. who just did the creator i'm i'm so about this um that i i'm very curious to see the vision but i'm also like there's been some rumors going around that the script's really good like they wanted someone who's going to come in and not change the script because they're proud of it i hope so <laughs> but uh yeah i mean count me in man count me in is it jurassic universe now that that's what i hope mm-hmm so I, I'm not of two minds on this. I'm excited, but I'll specifically explain to you why I'm excited. Because we talked about it. I, I was excited for David Leach for it. Because the Jurassic World franchise was not approached the same way as Spielberg approached the original and the sequel. It, they were more action movies, but they lacked a distinct identity. They were just generic blockbusters. And they had dinosaurs, which is always cool. At least two of them had dinosaurs. So I was excited for David Leach because he can give that distinct style and flair and energy that he has in all his movies to the Jurassic franchise. Edward Gareth Edwards, he doesn't bring that style at all. It's very different. However, his style, while different, echoes that same style of Steven Spielberg where he captures yep. this world of awe and wonder and danger like nobody does scale and world building as Gareth Edwards maybe Denis Villeneuve does it better but hey he's not attached to the Jurassic franchise Gareth Edwards can bring that spark of the Jurassic movies that have been missing since the lost world in 1997 so i think he's an amazing amazing fit i am very excited um to see him all right nathan holton thoughts on ballerina and mickey 17 being delayed mickey 17 we knew about being delayed we just got a specific date now for it which sucks i don't really get why they're putting it in january specifically from the studio that is the only studio that cares about stories out there that's fucking bullshit ballerina it sucks i'm not saying necessarily blindly believe what they put out there where chat stahelski is going to be working with the director to fix some certain sequences and all that i'm not saying blindly believe that but if that is the reason why they're delaying it fine if you're going to have stahelski directly consulting on it that can only be a good thing um i just hope it doesn't delay highlander too much longer zach uh so mickey 17 um not shook uh i have heard that maybe it's going to go into awards consideration at the end of the year so limited release in december mm -hmm. the reason it's getting the january is because that's the only time imax theaters are available so it uh, makes sense that's what bong joon ho wanted was imax um but the film got delayed and then uh, I think what Dune took its spot, right? We would have already seen the movie by now. Or was it Godzilla? Yeah. I think Godzilla, sorry, Godzilla took Godzilla's. Ballerina, yeah. uh, I have not been excited for this movie, um, like whatsoever. Um, mostly because 
I like the director who's doing it. I think he did a fun job with Underworld, but the definition is fun, not holy fuck, my mind's blown. Like when I watch a John Wick movie. So um, hearing it's getting delayed almost an entire year. I'll be yeah. honest with you. <clears throat> I, I think they're going back and I don't think it's just consulting. I think Chad's fucking directing. Uh, and I hope not reading the reports. It's just action. Like he's just making yeah. action like and they've done test screenings. Test screens were pretty solid. But Chad has to watch this. Oh, yeah, they were solid. They were solid, though. Okay. And that's my thing. When you go to a John Wick movie, the story's not always the biggest, best thing. It's the action that you come away from. But, you know, there is this sensibility and mythology that you're impressed by. And I've heard mm -hmm. that that's all in there. But it's the action mm -hmm. scenes that I haven't heard shit about. Which makes me oh, go, okay. okay, so maybe they're just not. So for me... You're pushing it back and, a year. Is it is it due to schedules? Is that why? Like they just can't get Ana Diarmas until could be could be June, July, or they can't get Keanu Reeves or whoever yeah. else. Yeah. So it's very interesting. I do wonder, I really however, because because yeah. you were just talking about it. It's a lot of uh, the action sequences that you haven't heard about that we we see that he's going to fix. The best thing about the John Wick movies is that the action isn't a jack just action. The action is so great because the action tells a story. I yep, wonder agree. if that's what was missing in this movie. Because like you said, Len Wiseman's a good director. I like most, if not everything is done. Off the top of my head, I don't remember everything is done. Uh, yeah. But the Total Recall remake is good. I don't want to hear anything about it. Um, and so I wonder if... What Chad's bringing in this is he's going to direct the action sequences. I think that'd be interesting. Even though, again, I hope he doesn't because I just want him to go straight to Highlander and direct I do Highlander. Too. I, I really want him to do Highlander. I And I got to be honest with you. I mean, they're in full steam ahead on Highlander. Like, I would assume that's Henry Cavill's yeah. next film, uh, basically. So Yes. Because he's already training, yes. right? He's so. got that and he's got Warhammer. So... Like yeah, in terms Warhammer of movies, be, I don't see what else is doing. Warhammer is going to be a big ordeal. Yeah, that, and he's a producer a in War in yeah. Warhammer. Yeah, I don't think we hear about anything about Warhammer until July around Comic Con because Warhammer has a pretty uh, big yeah, pre preference, mm -hmm. and so does Amazon typically at, at Comic Con. Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we hear any details like casting stuff like that, and then they'll probably go into production right after Highlander on that. But mm -hmm. yeah, dude, ballerina. I mean, it just kind of makes my assumptions like if Chad's not doing it, then like, what's the point? But like, at the same time, like, I don't know. I I, I just I want a Kane spinoff. I want these like what directors oh, yeah. like you're. But also this whole universe that he was going to be kind of shaping wasn't a thing when the ballerina was being crafted. It was just being made. So maybe that's also another reason now is that he has a vision for what he wants this world to be and the ballerina wasn't shaping up to be that to what would be now. And basically the ballerina has to be great when it's kicking off or else yeah. people are just going to be like, eh, it's not John wick. So I'm not going to watch it. Uh, Cause if ballerina is great, people will be like, Oh, these John wick spinoffs can be awesome. Exactly. Which, so, and that's what they probably the want continental wasn't. <laughs> I like the continent. Boom. All right. What's next? Uh, thoughts on Letterbox Patreon, 35, uh, 80 pounds a month. I've considered getting it. Now, Nathan Holt, it is not a month. It is a year. It's not a month. 
because that's I would not be paying for it if it was that. That much. is much cheaper. So, yeah. So. Uh, but I, I wouldn't pay for it. It's it's to change posters. Gen- genuinely, on app. it was an impulse buy. I bought it because I was bored sitting at my desk and I wanted to do something. That, dude, not judging at all. Just to me, it, no, it no, 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 worth it. I and genuinely, like, I'm just <clears throat> waiting to see if it is or not. You know, like, does it yeah. push your reviews more? Does it not? Is it just for customization? We'll see. Yeah. Like if, if it doesn't do anything big for my letterbox, like by the end of the year, I'm probably I'm not going to subscribe again for next year. That That's just like how I felt. So your turn. All right. Uh, thoughts on Joker 2 having a 200 million budget and Gladiator 2 having a 300, $310 million budget. So before you answer, Gladiator 2 does not have a $310 million budget. It had a $160-something million budget. And because of the strikes, because of other elements, the budgets got inflated. So they got to the point of that's their budget. but that's Which is not, not Ridley Scott's principle. fault, by the way. As Which much shit really as I Scott's talk fault. about that, man, it is, yeah, it is not his fault. As much as I'm not excited for this film, not his fault. So yes, currently that's the budget they're dealing with. But it did not start out that way. Joker 2, on the other hand, why does this movie cost $200 million? I'm sure a big chunk of that is going to Joaquin Phoenix, to Todd Phillips. They both get bonuses. Lady Gaga is in it. Joaquin's getting that's gonna cost you a lot. Joaquin's 20 20 million. Lady Gaga is 12. Todd Phillips is the rest. So someone did a breakdown and it was like the mm-hmm. original budget was like 65 million. Yeah. That's yeah. basically what went to all three of them. So it was like 12, 20. And then Todd had like a big back end. Still, if we assume that's it. So 65 million, just for the three of them, another 65 is still nowhere close to, uh, that's my thing. Like, what the f- did they build a musical? Sets? You know what I mean? Like, did they legit? Because we haven't seen a lot about this. We saw that they filmed in no. person in New York, but what aren't we seeing? We've not seen like, a lot, and at the same time, I've seen more than enough. I'm not excited for this film because um, I don't care for the original. <laughs> yeah, could um, it be? But yeah, I'm curious if the 200 because they filmed in New York. I wonder if New York's mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, we're gonna charge the fuck out of you. To film here and close down shit like like a, a, a like a, a mob operation like yeah you yeah. can film here but we're gonna charge you come over here yeah. man yeah, yeah, yeah if you don't pay us back we're gonna cut you on the legs we're gonna throw you in with the fishes all right um all right what's next uh have you seen vin diesel's instagram post about fast 11 He's had a meeting no. in about it, which surely shows it will be getting delayed. Predictions for Fast 11 and Dwayne Johnson's spinoff Fast Film looking to be canceled. I'll let you start with this one. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's spinoff movie is not getting canceled. Um, no. They still need to address all the allegations against Vin Diesel. I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm saying the allegations need to be addressed. So investigate that shit before doing anything else. Um, predictions for Fast 11... I don't know what you mean, like predictions in terms of box office, predictions in terms of of story. Because my prediction is we it, would see it in 2026, 2027. Cool. And the the Hobbs I, spinoff I will come right before that. I think we'll yeah. end up getting the Hobbs film like honestly a couple of months prior, like five, six. Oh, months so, prior. okay, interesting, interesting. I I, I can see that, uh, but I don't have 
any specific predictions like for story or box office. I, I remember that 10 didn't do too hot, but I don't remember like how much or how little it made. Um, I have not seen Vin Diesel's Instagram post. I don't know if you have, Zach. You have not. So, so yeah, I, but the Dwayne Johnson movie is not getting canceled at all. Yeah. All right. What are your thoughts? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, I liked Fast 10 a lot. Um, yeah. I just. At least they're only doing one more. Supposedly. You know what I mean? Like, at least they're. <laughs> just do Fast 11. If you want to continue the universe, just do Hobbs movies. That's it. Just, just, just have Jason Momoa kill everyone in the family and we'll all be happy because he was the fan favorite he yeah oh jason momoa was the best he was the highlight when he said and he did his little fucking skip and said here we go yeah that is like my favorite thing yeah so that is the greatest fucking thing man you know what bothers me in that movie you know what Hmm. bothers me so you know when uh so much ending when they're standing (laughs) when they're standing over the dam in Portugal, like yes, I remember that. Yeah. Well, did you ever recognize how like Jason Momoa's like beard and mustache goes from like uh, oh, yeah. Fast Ten to Aquaman? Like, yeah, it's yeah. like you can tell it was a reshoot. Like what, one thousand. It's here, it's like it's trimmed. It's it's nice. He has a beard, yeah. but it's like it's and the other one just goes down like a fucking Viking. And then it's like a full goatee. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, really. You guys couldn't. The continuity is fucking mad on that film. I love it. I love it. I loved it. <laughs> it's amazing. So it's so fucking. All right. Um, Nathan Holton is Anitel enjoying Dune too much. We can't talk about it because embargo. I'm pissed. Shit, the, I'm pissed. No they spoilers. I do not know Same. why the fuck they talked about it. Spoilers is very very quick answer before we move on. No. Yep. Yeah. That's no. It. All right. What's next? Uh, why do most say 24 films not come out in the UK or they come out months later? Uh, it's because they do okay. not like you. It's because they do not like you. <laughs> That's why. They, they I should have read this UK. one. Um, <clears throat> you can probably have a better uh, answer. I, I do. So so think about this. A24, distribution. Okay? The, as a studio that distributes their films. Disney has a distributor in the UK. Warner Brothers has a distributor in the UK. Lionsgate. Paramount, the two top best distributors here in the UK. Sony, A24 does not have a distributor in the UK. So whenever one of their films comes out in the UK, they have to find a new distributor. And you have to have distributors who are interested. You know what distributors are interested in? Money. You know what A24 movies don't make? A lot of money at the box office. You have exceptions Obviously, I'm not saying otherwise, but just look at the Iron Claw. The Iron Claw did really well in the States for an A24 movie. Everything Everywhere All at Once did very well in the States for an A24 movie. These movies don't make a lot of money. So distributors, they have to buy that film. They have to buy rights. They have to have contracts. They're not going to get their investment back. So whatever A24 asks for, for that film to be distributed, a lot of distributors are not going to meet that price up. They're going to try to take it down. And A24 is not going to agree to it. So that's why it takes a lot, 
a lot for A24 movies to be distributed here. However, Love Lies Bleeding, we have it in April. It's scheduled. It's not going to get moved away. All right, Zach, you couldn't answer this last one. Do you want to take the next one as well? Uh, well the next no, the one next one as well is for me because you, you won't know the answer either. <laughs> um, Nathan Holton, thoughts on the Cine World Unlimited card? I recommend. I've had it since 2018. I have not stopped since. It's it's amazing. It's like the AMC A-list card, but it's better because you don't have a limit on how many movies you can watch a week. Yeah, you can watch you're not going you to an AMC. An AMC is ass. That's true. I went to my first AMC for you Madam Web. I saw I saw my first um, Nicole Kidman commercial in person for the They're first disgusting time. though, aren't they? They are. They are. Yeah. Yes. They're the girl nasty. behind us would not shut the fuck up. Oh, man. That's annoying. All right. Nathan Holton. Not a question, but I started watching anime movies. Which ones do you recommend and uh, recommend which your recommended films? And I'm loving them. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because um, we recommended anime movies. We recommend, yeah. we said your name. We said the boy and the beast. We recommend a lot of them. Uh, I so would I'm go just, back and I'm watch just, last week's episode personally. That's okay. when we discussed it, right? Two or weeks not ago. last week's, but yeah. So yeah. I, would, I would definitely go back and watch the last episode because we very quickly gave all. No, but I, I think I think when Nathan is saying that we recommended those movies to him and now he's saying oh, he's been watching them and, well, and he's you. loving them. Well, let us so know. What your I'm very happy you are. Yes, let us know your favorite one, please. Yeah. Okay, I'll read the next one. Uh, Nathan, yeah, yeah, thoughts yeah, on Justin it. Timberlake and Nickelback? I want to hear your thoughts uh, first. Indifferent to Justin, and I don't get why Nickelback gets so much hate. I, I like Nickelback. But they're not like, oh my god, Nickelback is amazing. No, but I like them. They sing the kind of music I'm into. Like, okay. Justin Timberlake doesn't. We just grew a little bit closer, because I like Nickelback, too. So, um, <clears throat> My man! Uh, you can go up next. Or I guess the next one's for me. Uh, Lady Aaron, right. first of all, Zach, congrats on getting married a couple weeks ago. How was the wedding overall? You got married? Yeah, I guess so, man. It's not like you were there or anything. No, no, no. no. <laughs> if you and Cynthia went on it already, how was the honeymoon? Good and good. That That's about it. So, all right. Your turn now. Uh, since I know, Ren, that one of the places that you live in is London. Well, it's the one place I live in. I cannot be in two places at the same time, unfortunately. Unlike Madam Webb, who suddenly can in the finale of her movie. Uh, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, did you get a glimpse at, as to who won at the BAFTAs last week? And if so, thoughts on who won the awards? Nah, I don't pay attention to the BAFTAs. I, I really don't care. I know Oppenheimer won, the, like the top prize they give out. That's it. But I, I don't really care too much about them. Uh, all right, Zach, what's next? Um, I saw this on Twitter over a week. Apparently, there's some discourse going on. Oh, oh fucking discourse on Twitter. What fucking world we living in? Uh, that is basically people That's going so up weird. against Emma Stone and saying that she doesn't uh, need a second Oscar. What are your thoughts on this? And what do you side on the situation? I don't side on anything. Uh, I just <clears> think this, there's always discourse to be discourse. Everyone has their own fucking opinions. Um lily gladstone gave, it's because of lily gladstone who gave an amazing incredible performance and genuinely like if she won i wouldn't be pissed but for me emma stone gave the best performance of last year that's that's how it sometimes goes either one whoever wins oscar night i'll be absolutely happy with but i think people just need to grow up personally like yeah. it's it's fucking movies like people make it like their end all be all in my opinion so yeah uh so I, I agree with Zach. Emma Stone to me gave the bet the better female lead performance of last year. Wouldn't be mad if Lily Gladstone won. 
as far as the discourse itself, the discourse is that Emma Stone doesn't need a second Oscar. The Oscars are not about needing. They have never been. Lily Gladstone also doesn't need an Oscar. And she shouldn't win the Oscar because she needs it. She should win the Oscar because she earns it. Everyone else that's nominated for any category, none of them need an Oscar. Everyone who wins the Oscar this year or any year should win it because they've earned it because of the nominated performance, not because they need it. Uh, that's just, that's bullshit. Yeah. It's the easiest yeah. switch put. Mm -hmm. Simplest switch put. Yeah. Um, oh, hang on. I Lady Aaron, one. you have, no. you got it? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you have only five movie scores to choose from and listen to for the rest of your life, while every other score is erased from existence. Which five scores are you picking mm -hmm. to listen to? Ooh, me and Cynthia were actually talking about this. So my number one Ooh. is the Indiana Jones it. theme. 1000 percent i would need okay. that like you can put that to any point of your life and be totally fine then you have star wars mm -hmm. john williams that fucking yeah. score is great then i'm gonna go babylon i legitimately could never lose that score i mean if next. you were to host a party you'd need that score yeah uh next it's toy story i love randy newman's score for the first film i think it's absolutely excellent and then number five that's where i kind of got stuck on i didn't know so, so maybe spider-verse just because i'm a little bit biased towards that right Ooh, now okay nice um yeah, i think yeah, yeah. what daniel did with that film was just so special and unique but um but then i'm missing a ludwig score and a han zimmer score so like then i'm like i'm yeah. a little sad about that because dune part two's han zimmer score Holy is incredible shit, and then when score. you look back at inception oh. inception score is incredible uh so it's tough but what about you uh la la land men of steel it's it's a very important yeah, score yeah. to me the men of steel score uh so there's a han zimmer uh avengers the original avengers star wars i just remembered another score the batman score man michael giacchino oh but like that is so dark like it's so good you, though it's so good it, it's excellent but like if you could only save five scores so um, what do i got i got a la, la land i got a man of steel i got um star, star wars, wars and i got um what was my fourth one uh, you didn't say Shit. fourth one yet. yes that. i did i i said uh la, la land men of steel something and then i said star wars but then i'm forgetting but now i'm forgetting the something uh, I guess I'm going Lion King. You gotta have Lion King. How do you know? Oh, Avengers. There it is. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. are the five. Okay. There it is. All right. What's next? No, you said this last one. Mm. Uh, so yeah. I'm going next. Uh, Lady Aaron, since you guys probably didn't watch the Grammy ceremony, never. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Billie Eilish's What Was I Named For? What Was I Made For? Being the first song from a movie. Uh, since my heart will go on to win the song of the year at the Grammys, my thoughts are, congrats, Billie Eilish. I really don't give a shit about the Grammys, but good for Wait, you. Wait, how the fuck <laughs> did you just do that? Did you see the bubble what? that popped up next this? to you? No, no. there was like a bubble. Oh, Look, there's a bubble. Holy shit. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, it doesn't show up with you. It's not showing up with me either. Oh, okay, so fuck? for like people who are listening to the audio... We do a thumbs up on the camera and then a yeah, bubble a gift pops up of a th thumbs yeah. up. What the fuck? 
It's not showing up now. What the hell? Okay, well, so at least it showed up I when I tried crazy. it again. I thought I was going crazy. No, for a no, you're not going crazy, man. I, I, I saw it. I saw it. All right, what's next? I'm going to explain this to I'm you. Gonna keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. Yard, please. <laughs> what is uh, that? What is the sorcery? Um, Lady Aaron, there were a ton of movie trailers that got released during the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago. What was your favorite movie trailer and least favorite movie trailer? Uh, well, I didn't watch them all. The one I we can reacted just talk about to. my favorite. Yeah, literally just watch our reaction. Uh, yeah. the most genuine fucking thing ever. Uh, like that was so fun. That was so fun. So that was that was amazing. That. Um. Anything else like a Twisters was pretty good, but I only saw it after. Twisters, I actually watched that later because I barely watched yeah. it when I was on TV. It actually, like, I'm not a diehard fan of the original. I liked it. it I've never seen looked... the original. Oh, you haven't? It's good. No, but like, I know of it. I know, like, the iconic, I know the iconic scene with a cow. Well, I know Bill Paxton, Ellen Hunt. Like, I know the basics, but I've never actually seen it. I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it. I, I think so too. Uh, but what else came out? Deadpool, Twisters, um... Monkey Man had a new one, but I didn't watch it. Oh, Wicked, uh, had yeah. one, but I wasn't. Oh yeah, the Wicked was, but Wicked was a first look, and they clearly showing. So they very part wisely did well. not name it a trailer or a teaser trailer. It's a first look, so it shows you part one and part two because they've been shooting back to back. Yeah. So. Um. All right. Uh, Lady Aaron, since I know you went to... Ca Everyone knows I went to California. Uh, what did you get to do in California? What was the best thing that you did over there? Did you meet anyone famous? Uh, so several questions. What did I do? I went to Disneyland twice. I had my first red carpet experience, uh, including having making red doing red carpet interviews uh, to two of the, of the stars from the original Avatar The Last Airbender. I interviewed the voice of Sokka. Uh, and I interviewed the voice of uh, Toph, uh, which was incredible. Uh, I met several stars that night, uh, just saying hi to everyone, took pictures, all that. Uh, what else? I went. I I had a tour of Disney Animation Studios, and it was amazing. Um, I went to the Funko store. I got my my Funko Pop made. Here is me with a camera and some popcorn, because I always carry both those things on my hand. Uh, what else did I get to do? I went for a hike in Runyon Canyon. I saw the Hollywood sign. Um, I went to have in and out me and Tessa, who I was staying with. So thank you so much to Tessa and everyone in the family. If you're watching, um, I went to a live taping of Taylor Tomlinson's like talk show or sketch show. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Did you like, in -N -N -Out? um, I liked in and out Like, if I had it here, I would go for in and out before going to a McDonald's or a Burger King. Mm -hmm. I would not go to in and out before going to a Chipotle. Here, if I was in America, I would probably go in to in and out before going to a Chipotle there. Yeah, but in and out in and out is good. in and out is good. Um, I, I think I'm forgetting something. But if I remember, I'll, 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 I'll talk about it later. All right, what's next? Uh, with the announcement of the best casting category coming for the 2026 Oscars, what are some of your other categories that you hope get added at some point and why uh, we've said it uh, best stunts that that should like best stunts. And, and it helps because if you do best stunts, you can put popular movies in there. That's how you celebrate popular movies as well, because a lot of popular movies yeah. have stunt work like it's yes, a win win. But I don't want that. the category to be that. I, I don't either. But mm -hmm. that's how you do get other 
yeah, bigger yeah, name films in there. I agree. Like John Wick should be in there. Can you imagine mm-hmm. if they had stunts this year and John Wick didn't get nominated? Yeah, I mean, I was already shocked that John Wick didn't get nominated for cinematography or sound design, but yeah, that's so. that's nothing new. But yeah, stunts and casting are are the two. I don't see anything else that I would give a. I can see voice off acting the, off the top. I could see voice acting eventually, but see, I I don't want uh, voice acting because that should just be performance. If you're gonna nominate any any voice performance, it should just be performance, lead performance, supporting performance. Um, I, I I would give I would give a category to motion capture specifically before giving to voice, and not to say enough. motion capture should also be included, um, in in regular performance. It's category. just tough though because not every year has a huge motion. I know. Capture. I know. So, I know. Yeah. That's the thing. But voice acting has enough like every single year to to mm-hmm. if there's a wordy performance there to add it to the bunch. Um thoughts on Barbie movie getting the concert treatment um at the Hollywood Bowl later this year. Um because of this do you think we would get a Broadway version of Barbie? Whether because of this or not, I could see us getting a Broadway version of Barbie. Um, I don't have any thoughts, uh, about Barbie going to the Hollywood Bowl because I won't be able to go see it, unfortunately. Uh, but I passed by the Hollywood Bowl several times while I was in California. I didn't actually see the bowl itself, but sounds amazing to everyone there. Good luck with traffic. What's next? Lady Aaron, will, will you ever come back to the U S in the future, Ren? No. And also, Ren, if you had more time in the U.S., which U.S. state would you be willing to come back to and visit? Why? Just Arizona for me. Just Arizona, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, hopefully, yes, I'll come back. Uh, it just depends on financing. Super uh, Henry will get back. him back to the United Super States. Chats. If you give yes. him enough money to come back to the United States, he will personally come visit you. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Hey, if someone gives you a thousand dollars in a super chat, it took me seven years to go visit you. <laughs> so let's not go that way. If um, someone paid you, someone I, I would post it on the internet. I, I would. You. I would rather have everyone become channel members and gather oh. enough money to go th- to there cons go. on states, and you guys go to the cons, go to the panels, and we have panels on comic cons and all that, and we meet everyone. Um, I, will, so yeah, I cool. agree with this. So let's say going forward, we are not going to answer any of your more than two questions unless you become a channel member. I'm being exactly. serious about this. Starting sure. next week. No, I am. How much you what's the lowest okay. tier on your? No, no, no. I'm trying to sell this, man. I'm trying to sell this. What, what's I the lowest tier? How much is I it? I think it's $1. Because I think Fuck, I have man. $1, to dollars What's $5. the second? Do you have a $5 tier? I think I have a $5 tier. That's a cup of coffee. Skip your fucking cup of coffee. Your fucking coffee is expensive, dude. Donate it to me. Yeah, yeah. You don't need caffeine. Caffeine is 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 good for you, but it's it's bad for you as well. Uh, let me let me see. Actually, my I can't find my my tears easily, so I'm just not gonna do it. All right. Um, But seriously, I'm I'm being honest. Like I'm about I'm about about to start fucking starting this shit. So. We'll go, and the more super chats we get, the more channel members, the the more around the world we'll go. So I'll go to the states. Zach will come here. We'll both go to Australia we'll go to, to meet Dave Lee down under. So yeah, oh, I'll yeah. go to Alaska, and, uh, which Patrick is Burrow. in the United States. Patrick Burrow as well. 
Um, which other states? I got to go to New York City, like New York City and Florida, because there's also Disney World in there. And I'll visit James and, and, and Colorado to visit Leo, because mm -hmm. I am halfway through our little group chat. I have met three people in the group chat. Well, we're seven, but I'm the seventh. So I'm, I'm only left to meet Leo, James, and Manda. And if I get to TIFF this year, there's already another one of them knocked out. So I'm making my way through everyone in the met... chat. Oh, Ozzy. You haven't met Ozzy either. Oh, I haven't yeah. met Ozzy. That's right. But if you yeah. meet James, he's yeah. in the same state. So Yeah, exactly. If I go if I go to Florida, James and Ozzy at the same time. I've and then met... I'll, I'll go to Arizona mm -hmm. and we'll both go to Colorado. There you go. I've met Leo. I've met, met Tessa. Tessa. And I've met you. So... And Leo I think you're has the winner, met Amanda right and Tessa's. I no, we're tied. I'm tied with you because you've met three people. I've met three people. Okay. Well, you met yourself, so yeah, we're still tied. Yeah, I can't well, do. And math. you met yourself, so yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, it's your turn, uh, Lady Aaron. Since this was announced with the Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase a few days ago, thoughts on Epic Mickey finally getting some love and attention by getting the remake Ooh. treatment for the Switch, and it comes out later this year. Um, let me. First off, have you ever played Epic Mickey? No, but uh, I'm I'm reading this. I'm like, oh, I'll finally play Epic Mickey. Dude, I know what it is. Epic, I just never played it. Epic Mickey is one of the best fucking platformers ever. I <laughs> the fact that it's been stuck on the Wii for the last 12, 15 years is like that's why I didn't play it. It was yeah, only it's on just, the Wii. It's just on the Wii. So and there's two, right? There's a there's sequel. two. Yeah, two is on the 360, the PS3, and the Wii U. Uh, it's not as good, but it was because it was rushed. My hope okay. is that the Epic Mickey does great and they do too, but they fix it. There's just a lot of bugs. Okay. There's just, but it's co-op. Mm. He plays Mickey and Oswald. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of a cool dynamic, but I saw I Oswald love Epic Disneyland. Mickey. Did you, you saw Oswald? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? I love him. I've only met him once. He was dude. He was at uh, was California his, Adventure. Right at the start, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, right the to fuck? the to the cars yeah. gas station to the to the left. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't know this was. Smooth... No, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad, dude. What the fuck? I saw Anyways, Oswald. I saw uh, Genie. I took a picture of Doctor Strange. Too. I high fived Spider Man. I saw the Dora Milaje. I saw Sam Sam Wilson, Captain America. I saw Shang Chi. I saw. Andy I heard Ross. Tony Stark. Um, you saw? I didn't see them. That's cool. Yeah, I saw them. Uh, what else? I met Woody. And I don't Bo know Pete. who else. I saw Goofy. I saw Mickey, but he had a, an alternate costume. I saw Weird Donald. Is, I didn't see Goofy. I saw Cruella, but I was waiting oh. for a picture, and then she just started walking away, and I'm like, okay. She probably could smell I love Boba dogs. Fett. I saw Boba Fett. I told him his show was shit. I didn't. But, yeah, I saw Boba I Fett. Uh, you did? No, you didn't. <laughs> Cynthia, I got so excited when I saw Boba Fett because I've never seen, like, any characters walk around Star Wars land before. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, like, it was very rare. And she's like, who would make you like if we turn the corner, who would be even more? I would like if Ahsoka turned because there is Ahsoka. They do have Ahsoka walk around sometimes. Yeah. I was like, I'd shit my pants right now and then. <laughs> they also have Mando uh, and Grogu, but I didn't see that. So, but yeah, no, Epic Mickey, big two thumbs up. I thumbs up. Come on, do the thing. Do the thing. Do the thing. Uh, no, it's not there. How? How? I don't. Do I don't know. Did I? Did you I did it. You got it what? twice in a row too. Yeah. 
Nope. Oh, oh, there it is! Come on. What the fuck? No, it's not. Oh, there it is! Oh. Again. <laughs> Maybe it's just you because you're the host. Maybe it's just because I'm the host. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, this is I'm so confused. I'm We're like so five years old right now. Hey! So Wait, I have to now... leave it a bit. So try leaving it a bit. Wait, do this. Do like thumbs down. Let's do a thumbs down. No. Oh, 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 there it is. There it is. I wonder if this is actually like giving a like to the video itself, but we'll figure that out later. Uh, Lady Errands. <laughs> Since we have a Pokemon Presents coming on Tuesday in honor of Pokemon Day, what do you guys hope will happen during this? And what kind of huge announcements could we get this from this? We're going to get a new game. It's just a matter of, is it a new Legends game? Is it a, a, a remaster, a remake, or is it Gen 10? I know everyone is looking forward to a Legends um, Unova. I, I'm very excited if that's the case. I would be into like the, the regular black and white remakes or Kalos remakes. Like I obviously would be skipping over Unova, but I think Kalos Gen 6 is the game that really needs remakes oh. right now. Not only because they would bring back Mega Evolutions, but they would fix a lot of the bugs that, that have haunted that, that gen uh, for years now. Personally, yeah. I would prefer Gen 10. I'm just not yeah. counting on it. Uh, I, so I think we're getting a, a Legends game. Zach, do you have any I thoughts? Agree. I agree with everything you said. Right. I also figured this out. It's because you're on a Mac, right? I am. Oh, is that why? With a Mac. Go oh, like this. Okay. Go like this. <laughs> Oh, there it is. Uh, uh, go like this. Go, yeah, go like this. Other hand, other hand, other hand. Other. Oh, oh no, there it there is. <laughs> that is awesome. That is that is green screen wizardry right there. Even though I don't have it. Um, uh, go like this. Go like this. Here we go. I'm teaching you. Oh, confetti! You have to clean that up now. Okay, I, I'm gonna send I'm you the link that so that way you can figure out how to do okay. it. Okay, uh, do this now. <laughs> While you talk, I'm just, I'm just making hand gestures. Oh, oh, sh that's what the weather's like right now. Yeah, uh, go this way. Two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and then do this. <laughs> Ooh, what's this? That is awesome. Okay, so that now, cool. dude, now here I'm gonna send you the link so you can see all the pictures or what you can do. Okay. God. All right. Give, you give just keep talking. Two, I'll I'll, two, I'll uh, make hand adults. gestures. Give two adults this. <laughs> uh, right. Lady Aaron, since Madam Web is out. Where would you rank it in terms of superhero movies that you've already seen and ever would place it? I have never seen it, so this is all up to you. I, I I'm not I'm not telling you what I place Madam Web in in the best or worst superhero movies of all time. I'd have to think about it. Like off the top of my head, I can tell you it's low. It's probably bottom 10, but but I don't know like where it is. I, I, I don't have off the top of my head every single superhero movie. All right. Um Lady Aaron, with Dune Part 2 arriving next week and hearing all the huge praise he's getting, is there a chance to get a Best Picture nomination at the Oscars next year? Uh, great review, by the way, Ren and Zach. Thank you very much. It's the favorite right now, like, by far. I, I don't... 
I don't see a world where it doesn't. I just hope Denis Villeneuve also uh, Villeneuve also gets uh, his recognition. So, Zach. Yeah, if it's not nominated, I don't. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's my thought. All right. What's What's next? Uh, one of the best things about the first Moana was the memorable music and unforgettable songs. However, what are your thoughts on the Lin Manuel Miranda not returning to write the songs for Moana too? Uh, he's the only he's the only one not coming back because he didn't write the music alone. He wrote the lyrics and he had people of Polynesian descendancy, musical artists, doing the music for for the movie with him. Those two people are now coming back with two other people. Uh, so I think that's interesting. Uh, I wouldn't get my hopes up. I, I wouldn't get my hopes down necessarily. Of course, Liminal Miranda is fantastic talent. Of course, we'd love to have him on a new one, but I wouldn't necessarily lose hope for the music just because of that. Zach? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not huge on, I don't really care. I just got to see the final product. Someone coming right. back or not, as long as, like, I know Lynn was a huge piece mm -hmm. of it, but, like, obviously, like, they can still make a good movie with better with good music without him so yeah of course all right what's next uh the sag awards are on tonight and might give us the ultimate decision on who will probably win the acting categories will you guys be watching the sag awards if not will you get updates on who uh i will just read on twitter <laughs> exactly so i will not be watching because it airs at like what 2 a.m for me but i will be watching tomorrow because Anne athaway Emily Blunt and Meryl Streep are hosting. That's a Devil Wears Prada reunion right on stage. So I will be watching, not because of the awards. Don't really care, but I want to see the three of the the three of those ladies together. Um, Jigori P, thoughts on the backlash Chris Tuckman received on of his video on Madam Web uh, about how it's mostly the studio's fault for the film's overall quality and how some people negatively thinking he's giving a pass to directors and writers. Uh, number one, he's not giving a pass to directors and writers. He has always said he sides with the artist. That's just his outlook on things. I personally share that outlook as well because he talks about movies from the perspective of a filmmaker. I talk about movies from the perspective of a filmmaker. Uh, that's what sets me apart. That's what sets him apart. And for years, for years now, he has talked about how he's not a film critic anymore. It isn't fair that he's working in the industry and also being a film critic. That That's not what he does. That's not what he's interested in doing. And even in the very video that got backlash, he opens the video up by saying, this is not a Madam Web movie review. And it isn't. The whole video, he gives off Madam Web as a jumping point for a conversation. But the conversation is about the studio system. It's never about uh, Madam Web. So it just melts my brain how some people are so obtuse about it and can't figure out even when he's fully op open and honest about it and gives his reasoning for why he's making the video why he's making the video the way he's making the video and still people try to create an uproar about something that isn't there that's the main problem with twitter these days in general and I have two more thought. Yeah, I have two more thoughts on this. Adding to what everything you're saying. First, mm -hmm. 
guarantee 95% of the people did not watch the full video. They watched oh, the yeah. clip. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. And they're fucking, you're dumb. If you do not watch or read a whole thing, you can't comment on it completely. Second, his producer for the film he's making came mm. out and said Sony at one point was in early talks with them about acquiring oh. Shelby Oaks. So interesting. Like he's obviously not paid or done anything. Like he's talking shit, like literally about Sony too. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think this is another reason why I despise social media film to Like I, it's really be a controversy. It's not a controversy. People yeah. are making it a controversy for the dumbest thing. So, mm -hmm. all right. What's know. next? Uh, who's a director you feel is perfect example of style over substance? Someone who can capture the visuals down, but when it comes down to the story, they need work. For me, it's a cliche to say Zack Snyder, but Gareth Edwards is another one. Uh, I I definitely don't agree with Gareth Edwards to the point where I'd even argue the opposite, where he's a lot of stuff substance but no style. Because his Godzilla, it's very much a Godzilla movie, like standard mm -hmm. to what we've seen in other Godzilla movies. Star Wars, it's the Star Wars style. Uh, uh, the creator, he cherry picks from so many sci-fi classics. You could accuse him of using the styles of a number of other directors he always has the substance uh godzilla has the substance even though it doesn't work for me the substance is there rogue one the same one of the greatest darth vader scenes of all time the creator incredible scenes that are ripped right out of star wars of the last of us of um lone wolf and cub classic tales like that i have a, a director that go go for it go for it michael bay I mean, I would I, I wouldn't he I wouldn't argue with it. I would style. exactly. He has a style, man. He's an American auteur, uh, for better or worse. Um, I I don't know that I that I'd put him in this category only because he is not going for substance most of the time. The one time he went for substance was with um, Pain oh, and Gain, and it fucking oh. worked. Oh, well, no, you're right. But in Pearl Harbor, it didn't work. I love Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain is my favorite film. Of Pain this, and Gain so. is great. Pain and Gain is amazing. Uh, Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, it's great. So, you know, there are exceptions, but I agree with you. I, I, I totally agree with you. Other directors that are style over substance... So I think this man has made really good movies, some of them with substance, but overall, J.J. Abrams is very much a style over substance guy in terms of, uh, of his storytelling sensibilities. So yeah, good, good question, though. Good question. Um, Lady Aaron, with the Oscars coming up in a couple of weeks, will we have a This Week in Geek episode? Uh, no, probably not. We don't like talking. <laughs> We're only doing today, so it wasn't awkward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You had to come back at least one more time after meeting each other. Um, but we will do a, a, a predictions uh, on this week in Geek right before the Oscars. I think so. I, it's probably better than to do a separate live stream. So it would, we would probably work better if we just do a show and the main topic is just going going for discussing the, those predictions right the day before the Oscars, too yeah yeah all right what's next g colby 
What would you guys say were the best and worst changes in Avatar The Last Airbender live action series? Um, are we allowed to talk spoilers? Because mine's, mine's spoilers. Uh, let me put a spoiler flag up just while we talk about this. Uh, okay. Do I have? We don't have a spoiler flag. Interesting. Um, you have a bunch of let cool me use. Uh, and we have a bunch of cool gifts. I'll give you the thumbs up to talk about <laughs> Avatar. Here we go. Here we go. Go for it. Okay. Uh, so my biggest, and I don't even think it's a, a, well, I guess I have a couple. So indifferent change right now is the fact that Aang doesn't do any water bending throughout the entire first season. He doesn't I learn mean, any water bending. Yeah, he doesn't learn at all. Like I think I think it's very weird. Yeah, um, but. I I have to see the whole picture. What does season two, what does season three have? I might watch the entire series and be like, oh, it makes sense why they didn't have him do it in book one. As of right now, I'm indifferent to it. The worst change, though, is everything they did in Omashu. Is that, am I saying it right? Omashu? Mm -hmm. Everything they did in Omashu, I do not think was as good as the original show. I think mixing Jet and Boomy storyline, and even with the Lover's Tunnel, I, I don't... All this stuff just didn't intersect well for me. I felt like there was another episode that should have been in there. Alongside even with the Kyoshi Warriors. It felt like you could have had two episodes there and another episode in Omashu. Because then you're trying to mix Jet's storyline in there. And for the most part, I understand why you're doing this. Because in the original, Sokka and Katara do nothing when Aang's with Boomy. Like, they literally do fucking nothing. And you want to give them something to do. But I think there could have been more interesting things. And alongside, I think having 10 episodes would have helped out because you would have been able to flesh out Katara and Aang a little bit more. You would have been able to flesh out the character dynamic a little bit more. Best change, uh, bringing forward some of Zuko's storyline and bringing forward some of the flashbacks with them and Uncle Iroh. That was some of the most best stuff that you could have had in, in the entire show. Now that you get to work with knowing the full knowledge of books one, two, and three, as well as the comics and novels that they've done, you can touch into those things and bring them in here to add character development and world building. And as well as best of uh, the first 21 minutes of Avatar. Uh, touching on the whole Air Temple. It, mm. It's it's great. It, that, that was really well done. Um, and I was really impressed with it. So, uh, Best change is how they handle Iroh. And already give us a little bit of his of his backstory mm -hmm. in this first. Without doing a Tales of the Box of Bossing Say fully. Uh, but to give us Which a they little will. bit. They will. And then he'll get an award. They have to. They have to. Um, another one is just in general. I, I said the biggest strength of the show is when it does its own thing. And when the show is its own thing, that's the best change. Yep. The worst change is Ang not learning any water bending, not really mastering water bending by the end of the series at all. I, I don't think that works. Also, in the first episode, he doesn't run away from the air temple, he goes out just to to get his mind off things and then he comes he decides to come back and he's hit by the wave i don't think that works when the rest of the show still has him dealing with his guilt yeah i do don't you, think that's were you ever frustrated works. watching it when you're like ang just just say something like just say it like bitch like i'm not yeah. fucking frozen it, it, like because because he's because the rest of the show he's still dealing with the same guilt he's dealing in the animated series but his running away was not the same thing. So that sense of guilt isn't as powerful. 
which is why a good change is the conversation he has with Gyatso in the in the yep. spirit world when he's trying to save uh, Katara and Sokka. By the way, the whole spirit um, world—that's well, that's that's incredible. I thought that was the best. That episode, the entire that episode is so good. So everything good. they did with um, the, is it Koi? The Koi? Is that the demon? Ko 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 K O H. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another terrible change I found is how quickly uh, Ang learns about everything that has to do with being the avatar so how quickly it goes into the avatar state at the end of the first fucking episode are you joking the second episode he literally transforms into kiyoshi i know that happens in the original but the way but they handle Rope, it in the right? series or was it does he turn into kiyoshi no no he well? trans he transforms into Turned kiyoshi he later yeah. meets with roku when he goes in uh, to the fire nation but yeah th those those two uh not learning water bending immediately into avatar state literally transforming into other avatars i really hope that's not like a thing um but yeah those are the worst changes for me 100 percent. all right what's next uh what are some movies that you recommend but a close family member or friend completely disagree with you on or still just didn't have interest in seeing it uh barbie is a big one a lot of my family really? and friends just do not give a shit to watch it uh um uh hereditary i mean that's my wife hates that movie so i mean uh uh yeah. la la land for me uh yeah when i first showed my folks la la land they did they didn't not like care it. for it yeah my same, heart was broken same, same. um thoughts on disney no longer continuing disney movie club possibilities of sony taking over all physical media for disney so i i have heard of the disney you don't movie know club is. but it wasn't yeah. like a thing here. Uh, to the, let me just quickly answer the second question. Mm -hmm. Possibilities of Sony taking over? It's not a possibility. It's happening. So uh, Disney is giving to Sony all their physical media distribution. Yeah. Uh, I was never part of the movie club, but I had a lot of friends that were. Uh, a lot of exclusive stuff. That's the only way you could get the two goofy movies on Blu-ray. Uh, it's just an example. Oh. So it, it's sad. But I'll say this. I think Disney would be dumb to not include this as a part of Disney Plus. Like, if you have Disney Plus and you want to buy oh, a yeah. Blu-ray of one of their movies or shows, that's That'd the way be cool. to do it. Like, the Mandalorian yeah. Steelbooks, genuinely, they probably would, they wouldn't have made more money from doing this. But an idea is you have to be a Disney Plus subscriber if you want to have it. Mm -hmm. That gives incentive to own this because it also shows you're Don't trying to, to preserve season one. media, too. So, you do? Dude, oh, it was at fucking Walmart. I want to take yeah, it. Yeah, but... Uh, but it wouldn't work uh, because oh, of the, the region. different regions. Yeah, That's but but I, I have Loki, I have Prey, I have Season 2, I have WandaVision. I need to pick up WandaVision, but I have WandaVision, so I just need to find Season 1. It's okay. fine. It's, I'm sure I can find it on Amazon. Okay. Um, and then uh, yes, possibility. Zach, Zach, Zach took me to the first. Uh, yeah. oh. Zach took me to my first Walmart several times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wedding prep stuff, uh, man. Not, not a euphemism, by the way. <laughs> um, went to multiple. EP. Never yes. the same one. Never was it. Never the same one. I never took you to the same one. Oh, interesting. Like I thought at least because we went, we went three or four times, and I thought at least twice we went to the same one. But no, okay, cool. Different. Um, Jigoy P. With Madam Web being a complete disaster, how would you guys execute it better? I'm going to give you a very simple answer. Take Madam Web out of the fucking movie. She's not doing anything there. Well, nobody's doing anything there. But the plot of the movie is 
bad guy has visions about three spider women killing him in the future so he goes after them what is madam webb doing in this film that is literally the plot of the movie what is madam webb doing there she's not doing anything have this guy go after these girls have them bond over the movie give more time to that have them have uh, gained their powers while running away from him accident they walk into i don't know oscorp or something and then they fight him in the end simples um yeah that, that's my fix you can't fix madam webb because you I haven't have seen it no i have a way i could fix it uh, uh, don't make okay it. don't no fucking fights. make the movie don't make the fucking movie that that put is all those truly, assets truly the easy way out put all those assets towards making something else like beyond the spider verse you could have released that this year if you, you could have paid your money. animators better yeah exactly give them better hours give them more time all right zach last, last question is yours what's next uh lady aaron uh this is my last question i apologize for asking so many questions to two incredible people but what are your thoughts on the rumors or it's basically confirmation that ryan gosling will be performing i'm just ken at the oscars will you be singing along with ryan while he's singing it uh i didn't think he was doing it i thought it yeah i've not either. heard a rumor. I, I didn't i've know. never heard a rumor um yeah i haven't heard anything on this so me neither i didn't know but um yeah okay, I mean, let, do a different one. To... i see andrew Seif posted yeah, yeah, yeah. one but we didn't get to go talk for, about it, this. Go for uh, it what are your thoughts on the concept art that came out for batman beyond animated movie and do you think the movie will be released if so what would you be interested i'll let you start uh so the movie is not getting released uh no. at least this this version of it is not getting released maybe they'll do a batman beyond movie maybe it'll be live action maybe it'll be animation who knows? Batman Beyond is about to be in uh, the Justice League uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths yeah, Part Two movie that's that, coming yeah. out in April, uh, and it's going to be and he's going to be voiced once again by Will Friedle, uh, which is awesome. Um, thoughts on the concept art? Look, it's cool, but at the same time, those are literally shots from Spider Verse just with Batman Beyond on them, so. Of course, that style, that vibrancy, that color popping off the screen would work in a Batman Beyond. But what is the actual idea for this film? I need to understand what's the actual idea in the story for that film for me to actually get excited. Because uh, I understand how you would, why you would use, hey, pictures from backgrounds of Spider-Verse, just put Batman Beyond on it. It fits. And that's how you pitch it. I understand that. I would do the same. If we're looking at it as an announcement and asking, are we excited for the film because of these pictures? I'm not really. I need to see like what an actual story is. Zach? Uh, Batman Beyond is like my favorite, uh, one of my favorite animated shows of all time. I have a fucking statue down there of him. Yes, um, you do. I remember. And I, I just, when I saw this was announced, I was like, yeah, that's like, the most obvious thing you could do is that Batman Beyond animated in Spider-Verse and it'd make fucking money. It would do great. Yeah. Uh, I love the artwork. Obviously it is very Spider-Verse-ish. It's basically just putting Batman in there. Everything that Ren said, but uh, we don't know the concept. All I know is that it would be visually engaging and I want to see this. Uh, I, I think one day we will see something like this, uh, but it probably won't be the same pitch um, as what they gave. And, who knows, though? I mean, James Gunn <clears throat> surprises us 
And uh, I think it would be really dumb to not do something like this, specifically with the success of Spider-Verse. But also, was the script good? Was the script as good as Spider-Verse? Because across the Spider-Verse, I don't if you guys have not, I highly recommend reading the script. That script is so well written. Um, and it's it's great. But I can't speak for that. All I know is that I would absolutely be down to watch this. Uh, it's Batman Beyond. So we need more mm -hmm. of that in, in this world. All right. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. We're going to call it a day today. We already went over like 10 minutes in the runtime. So if we have any of your questions left to answer, save them in the document, throw them out again next week. And yeah, we'll probably do the topic we're about to do today. Thank you so much for watching, for joining us. Stay tuned for videos coming out this week. I don't know what Zach has cooking up. He doesn't know what I have cooking up, but we got videos coming out this week. I have my review of Shogun coming out uh, on Monday, I believe, and it's out on, on Hulu for you guys, Disney Plus for me on Tuesday. And it's a great show. Can't wait for you all to see. Can't wait to talk more movies and TV with you. So until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, love each other and love the movies. Bye-bye.